Hey everybody, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. And I'm Dylan, and we're recording in uh, Pacific Standard Time here in beautiful (laughs) Los Angeles. (laughs) Pacific Standard Time. All three of us are in Pacific Standard Time. We just found out that the United States has nine time zones. Wait, really? (laughs) That's what we just... Nine time zones? Nine time zones. That's insanity. United States has nine time zones. All right, I'm not going to draw this out any longer. Uh, If you're a fan fan of Trek to the Holodeck and or time zones, feel free to leave us a review (laughs) along with which time zone you're listening in because that's really interesting information to me. Yeah, Yeah, now it is. I didn't even know there was that many time zones. Since we schedule our episodes to release at two in the morning, Mm -hmm. Pacific Standard Time Zone, uh, AM on Wednesdays, Mm -hmm. I'm curious who like immediately gets that. <laughs> the East Coast, we right? We do that. We do that for the East Coast. We do that so that, and it's it's really weird, but we do it for the East Coast so that if you wake up early to go to a job, and and I say early, like if you wake up at like six or seven a.m., yeah, you, your phone will have downloaded the episode yeah. at five a.m. You know, so that you can listen to us on your way to work. Now, if you're in Newfoundland and you're getting on your fishing boat, you're getting it like as you're dipping the boat into the water. <laughs> You know, we're just far too kind to the East Coast. We have to do everything for those fucking assholes. 100%. We do. You and they correct. don't do shit for us. They don't do fucking anything. No. They do, you know what they do? They, they don't complain. Even, They're like, they just, why aren't you up already? Because it's like six. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, fucking leave us alone. They won't watch any of our sports teams. They won't do shit for us. And we're always like, oh, we'll start the game earlier so that you yeah. you, you guys can watch. I'll you wake know. up and I'll watch football at nine in the morning. That's great. <laughs> I got to I gotta fucking watch the ball drop three hours later. Yeah. I'm not a live ball drop on New Year's Eve because you motherfuckers yeah. get to see it live. And you know what you could do the very least? You could drop the ball at 10. Or nine, yeah. or whatever, whatever yeah. time zone. Drop it a little early. Why don't they drop have it to at change nine it? PM? Why I don't understand. <laughs> no, that would be that would be we'd be watching the ball drop at six still. Sorry, six. We'd be watching the ball drop at six PM. So like they should be dropping the ball at three AM. They should have to oh, wait sorry, three right. extra hours. <laughs> it is they should have to stay up you know, three extra hours years, for us. <laughs> they should have to stay up three extra just do a flippy. We're not doing New Year's East Coast time this year. Yeah. We're just doing it West Coast time. <laughs> New Yorkers, you have to be up until you know three in the morning. New you know, Yorkers you know, are the West up Coast? at three in the morning, well, so yeah. they're fine. You know, you know, the West Coasters should all come together and we should plot a plan, plan a plot to <laughs> steal the ball from New York oh. and drop it in like San Francisco the, or something. The great right? ball heist so of, of 2022. The great ball heist. <laughs> <laughs> the New Year's Eve ball heist of 2022. Which is different from another story where some people stole some <laughs> semen from a semen bank. That's a totally different <laughs> yeah. ball heist. That's the ball heist. <laughs> it's like the clock... 10 10 20 p.m. Eastern time. Guy opens the box labeled Big Ball. Big ball. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Ted? Oh, fuck. You're not going to believe this. What? Ball's not here. What do you mean, ball's not here? The big ball? It's not here. Yeah. I always, How's it not here? I, you take a look. The ball's like, always in this box. There's a the trail ball's always of in this box from where it was rolled. That dude gets like super stressed and like sweat runs to a room with a guy who's got a huge lever that says ball drop lever. And he's like, Jerry, Jerry, 
The ball, it's gone. <laughs> we don't know where what? the ball is. What do you mean it's gone? <laughs> what am I going to drop? What, what happens if I pull the lever? What am I going to drop? They're like Katamari demasiating a ball. She's like, we just got to make a ball. <laughs> it's They're like, like a doing it a paper mache. Paper mache it looks ball. really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way too small. Anderson Cooper's like, you know the- and um, they're putting up the ball. It has, um, it looks like it's still drying. <laughs> that doesn't he's look like, like looking the ball. at his papers. He's like, it was it donated by a local school? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in San Francisco, <laughs> move, 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 get the ball on the thing. It's, get it's the ball, being, get the ball. It's being airlifted on the trans, via like a trans, helicopter. Trans-America Tower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on to, what, is that the trans? Oh, the Salesforce trans- Tower? Or yeah, no, no, the, you the, mean the, the, the triangle one? Yeah, I don't know what that The triangle called. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just stick it on the point. <laughs> and they, yep. they, everyone goes on they social media. They roll it down the side. You're seeing like phone videos of like, do, 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 a helicopter just like trying to put it on top of the triangle building. <laughs> the, the president gets a phone call from like the the chief of uh, of the military. He's like, "I'm sorry, sir, but uh, I, I hate to I hate to interrupt, but um, the ball has been stolen from New York City. What? Track the, the ball, ball has been stolen Get from New ball. York. City. Get the ball! Get the ball! Give me the ball! <laughs> and then they 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 do the helicopter, and he's about the guy in the helicopter is about to drop the ball, and then he grabs a a big bullhorn out, and he says, "Come with us on our." And then it drops the ball and it explodes all over the building. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. Enter. That was our best one yet, and we didn't even do the things we needed to do before it. That's no, right. But that was the best we one had we've to ever roll had. <laughs> <laughs> We did a New Year's Eve bit a month early. <laughs> We're going to have to pocket this episode yeah. for, for the New Year's Eve episode. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna be an episode ahead, but we're we're never gonna be able to use it until New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never. And next New Year's Eve, let's just replay this episode. The and same exactly. Well, no, yeah. you, you know what's gonna be funny is is I am gonna just cut this out of this episode, and we are gonna play it on our New Year's episode. So yeah. th- this episode is gonna go like, "Hey, welcome to Trek to Holodeck. I'm Darius. I'm Dylan. I'm Jan." Coin kachunk, and it just is gonna cut everything out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just gonna hop uh, straight into it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give you. No, the... I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it this time as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Perfect. I'm just saying, uh, for, for our loyal listeners, they're gonna get to listen to it again on New Year's Eve. Oh, beautiful. Love a loyal listener. And to our lo- loyal listeners, we did watch Star Trek today. We actually did watch an episode. <laughs> I swear. Yep. I swear to God. <laughs> We're continuing our Voyager month. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the episode. Oh, we watched the episode Scorpion, uh, Voyager <laughs> season three, episode twenty six. This is Scorpion part one. Uh, if you uh, if you watch this episode, it'll then boot you into season four, and you'll watch episode one of Scorpion part two. But we're only watching part one, mm-hmm. which is the season finale of episode of season three. And it- First note from Jan: This episode should not be called Scorpion. 
The second one should be called Scorpion. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why yeah. should this one not be called Scorpion? He did the speech in this one. He did the speech. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we don't the, the the story of the Scorpion. I don't know. Like to me, I think I think it shouldn't be called Scorpion. Can't it just be Scorpion one and two? Why, why can't it? It's it, it. Why can't it? You hear that, Brennan Braga and Joe Manowski? You hear that, writers of this episode? Next time you're naming an episode, <laughs> name it something different. You dumbasses. <laughs> well, here's another thing I'm going to throw out there: the best of both worlds, part one and two. Yeah, great episodes. Yeah. Really classic. Uh huh. Don't thematically not really sure why they're called that. Why are they called that? No. I don't uh-huh. know. Picard gets assimilated, which sucks. There's no best for anything. Well, it really, it should be the first part should be best of one world, and then the <laughs> second part should be best of both worlds. Because I guess they use the best, they took the situation that Picard is in to their advantage to stop the Borg. They made the best of both <laughs> worlds, I guess. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think you've done it. You you figured it out. Yeah. You know who didn't have that note for for Brennan Braga and Joe Manowski though? Who was the director? David Livingston. Hey. We have done <clears throat> two David Livingston episodes in a row, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. did Scientific yeah. Method, which was also another uh-huh. Da Vinci uh, Da Vinci's Workshop episode. Right. Right. He's prolific though. That's not hard to do. He's he's done like seventy no. episodes of Star yeah, Trek. No. Um, and I'm just the, saying, like, yeah, you're right. The music, the beautiful <laughs> tunes that went into our ears. Last seen at two pounds, <laughs> now weighing in, he is a, a vapor of water. Uh, we've never seen this before in the ring. His vapor of water weighs <laughs> negative one pound. Jay Chenoweth. I want to believe now that Jay Chataway is magic school busing himself. He's getting ready. He's getting (laughs) smaller so he can go inside something. I thought, Dylan, I literally thought you were going to say like, Last seen at two pounds and nowhere near the ring today <laughs> is your composer. <laughs> For some reason, whenever I think of Jay Chadway now, I think of the uh, Spacing Guild deformed aliens from Dune, the the <laughs> David Lynch one, where he, they're all just this weird fucking guy with this like weird mouth, and I don't know why. I think it's just because he's floating in a cloud of of spice melange spice, yeah. dust. Uh, that's how I, I think, think of, of like Jay a mixture Shadow. between Benjamin Button and uh, you know the little tiny alien in um, Men, in Men in Black yeah. that's in the head. <laughs> yeah. So Brad Pitt playing the alien yeah. in that guy's head. Oh. Uh huh. What a cute little like Brad Pitt's head like superimposed on it. So he can do the. Do you guys remember that movie when the, the alien does the last breath and he says, "What does he say?" He says like, he says, "Uh." <laughs> The, the, the something belt. something is the on Orion's belt. Yeah, Orion's belt. Yeah. Eh. And then he dies. Eh. <laughs> I, yeah, imagine Brad Pitt doing that. Eh. And then dying. Eh. <laughs> Men in Black 1, by the way, still holds up. Fantastic film. Yeah. You know what? All really three good. of them are actually really good. The third one is actually quite good. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't I'm, expect to hear that. I'm surprised. I was surprised. This is where Brolin plays Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, it's Brolin. I, you yeah. can't really go wrong. Yeah. He doesn't, you <laughs> Can you go wrong with Brolin? <laughs> no. He hasn't been in a bad I movie. imagine to- young Tommy Lee Jones being like, you know, Gurney Halleck from Dune. That's what I envisioned. <laughs> God. Exactly who I think. Everything is through um, the lens of should we do a thirty now. second? Should we do a thirty second recap? Yeah, let's sure. party. <laughs> Definitely watch this episode, um, Dylan. I think it's your turn. I got it. I think it's your turn. I got you. Okay. Let me pull up the timer. <clears throat> Ready. So Janeway's talking to Da Vinci. It's pretty fun. She wants like a little corner in his office, and he's like, "No, maybe." And then she does it, <laughs> and then she comes out, and and they're like, "Hey, we're going into Borg space. Uh, what are we gonna do?" But they find out that the Borg cube got exploded, and then they find out that there are these aliens that are way smarter than the Borg that are killing the Borg. And Janeway's like, "Well, we need to like make a deal with the Borg <clears throat> because we know how to allow them to assimilate them." So she goes on the ship and is like, "Let me make a deal." And then they're like, "Fuck you!" And then they're like, "Okay, uh. yeah." <laughs> I kind of got it right. Yeah. <laughs> it ends uh, on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about um, got it. Nobody bangs, and I forgot about uh, Chakotay's scorpion story. You forgot to spend twenty seconds on the twenty second cold open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, sorry. The cold open was just a board cube exploding. That was it. Well, two of yeah. them. Yeah, sorry, two of yeah. them. That's it. I thought I'd missed something. It was one of those cold opens. It's where weird you to have. try to rewind. Yeah. Further than it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like to me and like a very Doctor Who cold open where it's like you should know what these things are. Yeah. And you should be like, whoa, when they blow up. But <laughs> it felt to me like unnecessary. Yeah. It felt to me like the uh Da Vinci scene was probably the cold open at one point. And then they're like, what if? Special effects could blow up two board cubes. And they're like, oh, sweet. Let's just throw it at the very beginning. Yeah, why not? A little bit of the trivia for this episode is that apparently they had saved a lot of money throughout the season through the way that their scripts and stuff were. Mm -hmm. So they had a lot of extra budget left over. So they went nuts with the visual effects on this episode. Did they go nuts? I think think to to its detriment. (laughs) They maybe went a little too nuts. I think so. I think they went nuts (laughs) and then they hit the budget limit of like, You've gone too nuts, and they're like, "Wait, but we have actually one more thing to do, and it's the most important thing of the episode is the alien that we have to mm-hmm. CGI." And they're like, "Sorry, you're only gonna yeah, get five dollars well, for very that much. one, <laughs> right? You yeah. only get five bucks for that one." I'll be honest. I, I like, of course, I'll be honest. I hate that expression. I hate that I say it so much. Anyway, would you just be honest, be honest with us, Jan? Just be I will be honest. Just be honest. Why are you gonna lie? Yeah, just why be would honest. you lie? This is one of those situations where I think if they had gone with a shitty practical effect suit, it would have aged better because then you would just been like, "Yeah, fair enough." Look at dumb. You had a limited budget. Yeah. But now it's like we we did as much of the cutting edge TV CGI as we could afford. And the rate, (laughs) the the weight of everything is wrong. The texture is wrong. The lighting is wrong. And you're just like. There's a reason Ridley Scott doesn't show the alien an alien. That's true. But. You don't need to see. You don't need to see the aliens. You don't. You, you don't, don't need to see. We never. We never need to see what is it? Species four, five, seven, eight, four, seven, or whatever. Yeah. We we never need to see them. It there's incredible. no reason to. The bad CGI been- for me is fine, but the moment that that alien turned its face and it was like kind of a not a human face, but it seemed like personified. 
almost cartoonish. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, not this, not this. Like <laughs> it was very weird and cartoony. Uh I've re- I've become a little softer on bad CGI. This one was not great, but I'm a l I'm kind of okay with it these days. I think the thing that bothers me most is just the weight of things. It's like floating. Just not there. It's yeah. hard to do. You know what I realized? And this has a little bit to do with the CGI. It was it, it's just that scene where Harry Kim gets fucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry Harry Kim is the <laughs> perpetual red shirt. Yeah. Of Voyager. Should give him a little red button. Like a little red pip. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that that they sent an an away team of three, probably the worst number of people to send in an away team against the Borg. (laughs) um, So Chakote, like Tuvok and I are going to hang out over there. Kim, will you just stand in this hallway alone? (laughs) Like, yeah, for sure. I love that they even like tried to bring it up. And Janeway's like, no, don't worry. We'll have a lock on you the whole time. Yeah. Because wasn't it Chakotay that was like, I mean, there still are some Borg over there. Shouldn't we just like maybe not do that? She's like, nah, no, you're good. We Don't it. worry. We're okay. <laughs> I also, yeah, three people's not a great number, especially when she, I feel like Chakotay kind of just shoots from the hip when she's like, all right, you go. And Chakotay turns around and is like, you're the first person I saw. You're the first person in my peripheral vision. <laughs> and there's like one guy off to the corner. It's like, fuck, God. Damn, he, oh, he never turns to me. He always turns the other way. And they're the only ones that are right there. Speaking of Chakotay uh, and the away team, uh, Chakotay has too many things in his hand uh, to be holding a rifle. <laughs> they need uh, in that's that what first shot. Five guys. <laughs> he's got his stuff. rifle in one hand, like here, right? And then he's got the, the tricorder here, but he's also trying to shine the flashlight off of his wrist. So he's like... <laughs> He's hundred percent batting right now. He's just like, no, nah, I got it. I got it. Hold on, Hold on. I got it. All right. I got it. Like, hey, you want me to scan it? it? No, I got yeah. it. I can scan it. Yeah. What, what's up? What's up? You have a flashlight on your rifle. Yeah, but what if I need? What if I need to use this other flashlight? Do they have here? Harry's like, Chakotay, do you want me to carry some? No, 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 no. no I you just stand the hallway there. Yeah, you, just stay. <laughs> you just stay. You just he was stay. like, I don't have anything in my hand. I, I can carry something. I have a rifle. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I think this is before they had backpacks on away mission. I feel like now they have some sort of metal backpack that they wear. A a new thing Ah. thing that I like about this discovery time jump now is that they they've they're so far in the future that space magic is takes care of everything. We're just like yeah, uh, yeah. Suddenly, like a gun appears in your hand. Like cool. All right. Whoa. (laughs) You know. You know what would have been better though uh, in Voyager time is i don't know why they they opted to put the flashlight on the wrist when they should have swapped it they should have opted to build a wrist tricorder right mm. where like Just it's a, like the buzz lightyear thing or something mm. right so that you don't have to I don't know. Do I was both. watching Chakotay do this. I was like, Chakotay, you got too much stuff in your hand. 4K man. no los dos. You put the flashlight in the tricorder. <laughs> so you can point right, it and too. you got a little laptop Multi-tool, on your wrist. Right? Really, they should yeah. be wearing like NVGs or something like that. Infrared glasses. None that's, of that. that's, that's way too cool. Flashlight should be a thing. Way too cool. <laughs> Actually, that would be really dumb. Could you imagine the type of cool glasses, quote unquote, they would have put Trek. on them? Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the 90s. It would have been their whole head. 
<laughs> like, check out these new tricorders we got. And they're like a VR goggles. <laughs> Guys, let's be honest. Uh, if this, if Star Trek really was our future, they'd be drones. They would, they'd be like, yeah. they'd be like strapped into a chair, like, uh, like Matrix style or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'd be just like, they'd be doing the drone. On, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't need, they wouldn't need There'd to be about 20 be like, uh, Wayland Corporation sponsors all over the thing also. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Wayland Yutani's. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh, this, um, <laughs> this away mission goes wrong in every single possible way. Except for they don't get assimilated somehow. Hey, that's a big win. If any, if everything else hey, goes wrong, hey, that's a big win. There was that Borg trying to assimilate the wall. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I okay. So here's the vibe that I got watching this. Like it's a little spooky, but also just campy '90s Star Trek enough to feel like this is a Star Trek haunted house. Cause mm-hmm. like there's yeah. like, they're walking by and then a board starts going. Wook, 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 wook. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also love, I would have paid money uh-huh. to walk through this haunted house yes. when this came out. Yes. <laughs> the coolest part though, of this board cube is the, the, uh, body Borg statue thing yeah. that was made. Yeah. That was the one thing that I was like, that thing's sick. That uh, thing is terrifying. That's where they spent all their money. Guys, I got spent all their money you, on that. You got I got to read trivia about this because <laughs> that thing is awesome. Yeah. Uh, one, one, it reminded me of Hannibal. Have, have you guys watched Hannibal, the TV show? No. Brian no, Fuller, I started it, but I haven't yeah. finished it. Uh, he yeah. was a showrunner for it. Well, there's an episode where a guy like makes a totem pole, pole of people's bodies. Oh, God. It's sick. It's gross and disgusting. Ooh. This reminded me of that. Yeah. Do you want to know how they did that? One uh, of the guys on the... Pr- okay, okay, sorry, you can say no. No, I was just going to say dog bones. I don't know. what. <laughs> <laughs> they took action figures from the first contact, like action <laughs> figure sets of the Borg. What? And they took them apart. This guy named Dan Curry, who worked on the production staff, uh-huh. he, he took them apart at home. This was like his take-home project. <laughs> Made the, the pile of things, the, this mm-hmm. Borg totem thing, and shot it on a little blue screen and then brought it in. And he's like, guys, it's looking <gasps> sick. It's looking Wait, great. So it was a tiny little model? It's it was a, a miniature. Tiny, yeah. And he was like, the, the detail <laughs> on the Borg action figures is so good that they it, it read as human as or as whatever faces. That shit looked incredible. I that I I thought they built that in the middle of the set. Me too. Like I thought that was real. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. You have Wow. You they should have made a miniature alien you have, and done it that I way. I literally can't believe you have <laughs> such an incredible piece of special effects here. And then you have the, the <laughs> most dog shit alien you could possibly devise in the same episode. <laughs> and they did this, like, again, this is like a guy's take home project of like, I can make a pile of Borg drones. I can do it. You know, you know, you know, Dan Curry came home that day with like, all these action figures in like a bag box, right? Yeah. And he gets home. He like kicks the door open backwards, right? He's not looking. He's got the box in front of him. He like sets it down. And then he's like, why are all the lights off? And he like sets it down and he looks over and like there's a table set like really nicely, like candles and everything. And his wife's just like, happy anniversary. He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, she's like, what'd you give me? He's like, oh, um, <laughs> action figures yeah 
I gotta do a project tonight. <laughs> His, I like are you to getting think, paid? I like no, no. no. They, but they ask you to do it. Technically, not really. It was your idea, wasn't it? You forgot. Yeah, I didn't forgot you? everything. I yeah, I just yeah. Forgot. yeah. Figures yeah. I'm gonna make a pile of dismembered board drones. <laughs> I like to think his catchphrase when he comes into the office, and especially when he comes home, is I'm making curry tonight. And when he walked in and his wife was like, what is that stuff? He just looks at her and says, I'm making curry tonight. I'm sorry. And she's like, God damn it. He's going to be working all night on this stupid fucking thing. I'm going to do the alternate ending on this. And she's like, I love you so much. Let's do this. And they work on it together all night. Oh, that's, that's so sweet. Right. No, that's, they, that's, they that's a good. Yeah. Right. And then. Or like, you know, and then he takes credit for her thing that she Well, yeah, did. I mean, it's the 90s. She kind of built the whole thing. And then he brings it in and goes, look what I did last night, guys. <laughs> I like Just like think- Mary Curry. <laughs> oh. I like to think that he, you know, when you have something that's so big in your hands that you can't uh, push the door open your front ways, you have to yeah. push it with your back. Yeah, I like that's to, what I was saying. He, he backs into the. That's oh, when sorry, I said sorry. kicks the door open. I meant he like backs the door <laughs> yeah. open. Well, the like, next with day, his back. the next day at the office, he comes swooping in. He backs the door open, and halfway through the door, he says, "Guess what I had for dinner last night?" And everyone's like, "God damn it!" And he's like, "I made some curry," and he like shows it to everyone. A guy just immediately starts. <laughs> Barfing like, <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> That's it's sick. so good. Everyone just starts losing so their cool. minds. <laughs> what the fuck, Dan? <laughs> How is that a twelve-inch model? <laughs> it's the scene. It's the scene from fucking Family Guy where everyone's just puking on Epicac. Like, and there's there's one guy that's like, this motherfucker made curry. Look at this curry. It's so good. <laughs> Can't handle it. Oh my god. Okay. I um oh go ahead, don't I was gonna switch gears unless you wanna keep going on this. No, I was gonna switch gears to another Harry Kim thing. Oh, okay. And it could be quick, but if you were gonna like really switch gears. Oh, yeah. You do something quick and then I'll really switch gears. Yeah, give us a little power cleanser. You know that, yeah. You know that you know that scene where the like afterwards where they're cha- where before right before where they're chasing the Borg and Harry's like telling people how many board cubes there are. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine there were 15 board cubes on there already, but he like misread it like five times. He's like, one, fuck, five. Nope. Okay. Ten, Seven. Fifteen. Jesus, there's 15, there's 15 board 15? cubes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the big jump. Just like, there's one board cube. There's 15. There's fifth. There's 15 board cubes. And they're like, Harry, what the fuck, man? You can't you just like, jump. Because it went one to five to 15, which made me think that he misread it. He was like, one, nope, there's five. Okay, there's 15 board cubes. <laughs> Did you guys notice the way he says it too? He goes, Captain. <laughs> there's one, uh, f- 15? There's 15. <laughs> Harry, can you count? Yes. Yes. I can count. Good. <laughs> um, okay. I just there's this moment with Blana when <clears throat> their three are down on the board cube and Blana or uh Janeway's like, get him out of there. And Blana's like, oh, I can't get a lock. I can't get a lock. <laughs> and she's like, Well, work on it. And she's like, you know what? I think I could lock onto their skeletons. She says something. Leg bone. They're bones. 
And she was like, is that going to work? She's like, I don't know. I literally just thought of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, in that scene, I didn't, I, I didn't hear Janeway say, is that going to work? I just heard Belana go, I can lock onto their leg bounce. And then she looks at Janeway and goes, I just thought of that. So I don't know if it's going to work, yeah, maybe, but I'll try. Maybe that's what and I'm like, and I'm like, are you just bragging to Janeway right now? Just, or are you covering your ass? Like what? Just do it. My like, immediate <laughs> thought was, I don't, she says, I don't know if this is going to work. So my immediate thought is like, yeah. she presses the button and then she just zaps all their bones out of their body yeah, and they turn into these saggy skin <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> so like they're eating lunch, right? And Dan Curry's like, so just pardon the script where Bellana says that she's... <laughs> She can lock on the b- bones, right? It's like, Dan, watch what you say next. It's Don't like, do it, So man. I made a pile of bones. <laughs> but Dan, it's pretty what, cool, What should you say next? I wasn't going to say dicks. I was not going to say dicks. <laughs> but it's pretty cool that you guys should see it because like, I made I made the bones in a skeleton, but it's on a string. And if you drop the string, they fall down. Yeah. Like, they all Flop fall. on the transporter. <laughs> I have a mini little transporter pad at home, so I just filmed it. Dan Curry made a whole Voyager set, miniature Voyager yeah. set at home so that he could do all the special oh effects he needed. <laughs> and I also have a board cube one, and I... I Tonight I'm gonna film all the little the little meat the meat that's left over without the bones. I'm in making it. curry, making curry. All right, curry. Dan. All right, Dan. All right. Oh God. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Somehow it worked. Locked onto the bones. Yeah, and Janeway walks away from it. It's like transporting somebody by locking onto the bones. Got to put that one in the manual or something like that. Or like that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a guy in a transporter room like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just bones. <laughs> it's just their bones. Oh my god! And he gets a he, Jerry. Are they ba- Jerry? Are they back? <laughs> <laughs> Janeway gets a little tap. Oh, uh, can, can, uh, can Janeway? Yeah, yeah. What do you want? There's they're just one, bones. They're just bones. There's one five. <laughs> 15 bones at least. 15 <laughs> bones. <laughs> and then the doctor had to like regrow all of the rest of them on top of yeah. their bones. <laughs> I, I can't do it. He's like really annoyed by it. Like, I don't have any beds left. I'm trying to regrow these people. <laughs> yeah. And then they, he finally does. And he regrows, he regrows Harry with all of his wounds. And somebody walks in and he's like, doctor, why'd you, why'd you, you know what? I don't want to no, hear no, no, it. No, yeah. No. Okay. Just I don't, don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. This should not have been possible, but I did it. Oh I did it. I also, I just want to say that that big bone thing, mm-hmm. I've been looking at a note on my notes for about 10 minutes now, trying to decipher <laughs> what I meant by it. And I just figured out it was that big bone thing. And I wrote, that big body thing is kind of cool. <laughs> It's a very like body positive episode of Star Trek Voyager. We haven't talked about it at all, but yeah. yeah. Right, right. I was like, what's that big body thing? I don't know what that it's is. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. <laughs> um, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go. There, there, so I wanted to talk about Chajaneway. Janote. Janote. The whole scene between Janeway and Chakote. Well, there are two. And the first one is so sets up the second one that I you know because I have remembered the second one but it's so like they set up how close they are so much that I'm like are they gonna 
are they gonna do they it? Kiss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was romantic. <laughs> uh, like really, really, really intimate. Uh, but the way that Janeway puts her hand on his chest, I was like, oh, that's not a sexual hand. Yeah. That's just like a thank you for being my friend. Yeah, like, for sure. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> For sure. I know. I, I, I agree th- there. But but the way the actors play it, to me. Totally. Yeah. yeah. The intimacy was a little bit <laughs> skewed in that direction. I like to think David Livingston just read the script wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Directed the whole scene. And then somebody's like, it's getting a little steamy in here. And he's like. Yeah, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> you didn't read that page? And they're like, uh, no, no, they're not. That's, what? What? <laughs> Kate, well, he's like, fuck. Kate, can you just put your hand on his? Ch- We've got most of the scene already. And then, yes. and then you look, and then somebody takes, someone takes David Livingston's script, and they like open it up, and there's just like a handwritten page at the, like next to it. Right. It's like, then they fuck, and, they and it's like in Brennan, it's in Brennan Braga's like handwriting. He's continuing the Gene Roddenberry <laughs> visit tradition, <laughs> and jo- and, D- and Joe Manowski's like. Fucking Christ. BB. No, David. David, that's David. If you ever see a handwritten page in here, don't just don't read it. Just don't read it. He he pops up like a cartoon and just like, you got bragged. And then just like boogies. (laughs) David Livingston. He pops in, he pops in sideways or like from the top of the screen. Like, you got bragged. And I'm just like. Uh, I, there's this moment where um, where where Janeway is like, we don't assimilate, we investigate, and it felt so after school, specially to me. Yeah, and I loved how corny it is. It just was such like a mom slash magic school busy moment. You know, somebody uh, yeah. on that bridge, eye rolled too. Somebody Ugh. was like, oh, oh, fuck. How long? She probably had, she's been cooking that one up since we got into the Delta Quadrant. Like, as soon as we get to Borg space, <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, you know, somebody else on the bridge, though, is like, oh, yes, that's the perfect card. Yeah, that's, that's the perfect card for her. That's, <laughs> don't even have to think about what I'm going to get her at the end of this. I can just give her that card just now. She, she printed like 500 bumper stickers. That's, we don't assimilate. We investigate. And there's already one on the back of the ship. That's like that's like Janeway's like armchair detective, uh, like uh, handle when she like gets back to the the Alpha Quadrant. She like leaves leaves uh, Starfleet and becomes like a private eye, basically. And that's her like handle. I don't invest. I don't assimilate. I investigate. I investigate. This to me seems a little bit like, so, like I like, I like that a lot. Cause it really matches the vibe that Janeway has, uh, throwing yeah. it out there in modern times. I just imagine this being the title of her Ted talk where she's telling <laughs> right. the story. It's like, so we're in the Delta quadrant, far, you know, 70,000 miles, <laughs> 70,000 light years away. And we're crossing through Borg space. Oh my God. I had lost all hope that we were ever even going to get home in time, in my lifetime, in my kids' lifetimes, in their kids' lifetimes. This is (laughs) the best idea ever. Having all of the captains, captains do a TED talk a on TED their talk. biggest like oh, battle wins thing. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like Picard's, like, um, you know, how so there how I was. <laughs> I was a Bork. What was I going to do? Couldn't do anything. I didn't know. Didn't have free will. Could do anything. That's how he opens the show. It's like all black. And then yeah. the lights pop on. There's a spotlight. And he goes, because he's theatrical. Yeah. And, yeah. and he goes, there I was. A Borg. 
<laughs> what if I told you that I was the only thing I could do was sleep, and that was the right thing to do? Boom! Would you believe me? Hands, hands. No, <clears throat> that's what I thought. Now I'm. I love. I was just saying this the other day too. I love that TED Talk has become a genre. That literally, it's a meme. Now. We all understand yeah. now. Like we could all just be like, rattle off some bullshit, and it will sound like a TED talk because we know the TED talk genre. Yeah, right. I'm, like and now, I'm just imagining Cisco's TED talk, which is fucking <laughs> sick, and it's just him at a piano, just like <laughs> rattling off some shit about the the Dominion, but it's not even coherent. <laughs> He's I mean, just like we were lost. <laughs> we were lost. Dominion. Mentally? Dominion. Physically. Dominion. <laughs> He's doing deep poetry. <laughs> because the alternative is him just doing that speech from, um, is it In the Pale Moonlight, where he talks about, he he gives his yes. little, um, he, his whole you know, speech. Like, I can live with it speech. <laughs> yeah. It, that's just a TED talk, I think. Yep. 100%. Oh my God. I can live with it. Oh, man, uh, now I really want these TED talks. William Shatner's. Incredible. Oh man. Oh, Shatner's. What would Shatner's be? I mean, how he beats Khan. It would be Shatner, man. It would be, yeah. How he's beaten everything. So I put my hands together. (laughs) Wailed on him. Hands together. I never thought I'd be in the seat. Do you know what seat I'm talking about? Not the captain's chair. (laughs) But then he has like performers come out that yell Khan at the sky. Dressed as him. Right. Now I'm imagining a lot of them as inspirational speakers, like uh, Tony Robbins types, yeah. which is even more funny to me than a TED Talk. Tony Robbins just yells at people until they're motivated. <laughs> right. He's so, not a good person. No, he's not. No. Not a good public speaker either. No. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, let's get back to what we really should be talking about, which is the heist of a New Year's Eve <laughs> Right. <laughs> The the big so like, ball heist. So like San Francisco's had it for like five years now, and uh, and New York's real pissed <laughs> off, the and they're like, we got we got it, and this is like this is a uh, New Year's Eve ball heist two electric boogaloo, mm. and it's like New York is like we got to get the ball back, and <laughs> this is post. This is also like. This is maybe 2030. The the United States has fractured into uh, right. the United well, States East, United States West. Yeah, because it's still of this 2020 act of war. and half of the uh, 2021 in most of the country because they haven't <laughs> had the ball drop. <laughs> yeah, right. so right. the whole East Coast it's 2021. <laughs> the West, all the West Side, 2030. 2030. Yeah, 2020, it's advanced. 2030. But they're stuck. Yeah. They're stuck in 2021 <laughs> until they get the, the ball. President, the president of the United States West does not recognize the White House. No, because like, it's all. still Joe Biden. Yeah, it's still right. Joe. <laughs> and we, we just have an AI and like, president. It's all about stealing the balls back yeah. and forth. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know this, but it's in the Constitution. The, year, right. the years are all based on the ball drop. 100%. 100%. And then somehow like London gets involved because it's it's 1994 over there somehow, for some yeah, reason. They're like, <laughs> they keep going backwards. They're going back in time for some reason. There's a couple states who have uh, devised their own balls. New York is just too uh, staunch on their yeah. ball being the ball. Right. So like Idaho right. is in 2030. There's like a couple other it's places. Like a big spud. Yeah, yeah, it's a big potato. <laughs> 
everyone starts doing their own balls. Oh, a lot of ball mm. lore today. Texas is like Texas is like pissed off, and they're in like 2060, and we're like Texas, you can't just Te- skip yeah. two years. No, you, Texas-, Texas has like a New Year's Eve every like month. Yeah, they <laughs> they do every six they do six month year years now. Yeah, they-, they love it. <laughs> And they got a giant star that drops. Beautiful. Instead of dropping, star. though, they raise the star. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so should we check the archive? Um, <laughs> well, I just wanna... Yeah, we should probably go. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's this, obviously there's the Chakotay's Janeway scene where they talk about the scorpion and the fox, which apparently that's the scorpion and the frog story is the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. He just changed it to a fox, I think, because foxes are cooler. They are pretty cool. <laughs> or was it? Or was it the? Was it the guy who didn't actually know anything about Native American <laughs> culture? Native American telling guy. advice. Well, he did advising them that it's and the frog, scorpion, and the fox. <laughs> yeah, that like, oh, sounds like it is, oh, isn't God. it? He's like, yeah, it's the fox. Like in 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 uh, and he makes up like Native a tribe name. Culture. It's yeah. in that culture. It's it's scorpion and the fox in in Chacoway culture. Did you uh, say Chakotay? No, uh, I said Chakoway. Chakoway? <laughs> okay, is that where Chakotay is from? I was like, no, Chakoway, you wouldn't understand. The point is, it's a fox. It's kind of a spirit animal. Um, oh, really? What did you say your name is again? Because you, you look awfully European to me. Oh. <laughs> Don't. Uh, um, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon Fakelore. <laughs> fake lore, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Brandon fake lore. So, what? What was your like? What? I, I, we have to pay you, and I, I always forget what we're supposed to be paying you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's six thousand dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> and I then ten thousand when the episode airs. I typed right. in frog and <laughs> scorpion and the frog to see if it was actually a a, a um fox Native American. And one of the first stories fox. that comes up is from 2015 from Forbes.com. It says, The Scorpion and the Frog, A Tale of Modern Capitalism. And I can only think what this article is about <laughs> from okay. Forbes.com. Like from Forbes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. it's great. It's great to be a scorpion. Greed is good. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is just uh, the when Chakotay, this is another reason why I think that scene is really flirty between Chakotay and, and Janeway. Because he's like, you're just doing a really great Picard impression. You're doing a great Amasov impression. And I was like, is she? She's just reading them. Is she? She's just, she's just yeah. reading them. I don't think she's doing it. And then she's like, you know, what's his name down lower decks is a great Janeway impression. <laughs> and to you Hickman? have a great Janeway impression, Chicote? Is that is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, is there like is everybody doing one? What's the deal? <laughs> Hickman, yeah. Yeah. And when and she Hickman. gets around to because she says like, oh, I'd love to see that at one point. She's just not entertained. She's not mad. He just does it and no. she's like that's not very good. I'm not mad. It's just you didn't really do a good job. Yeah. You want to hear my Picard? <laughs> yeah, I'll hear your Picard again. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's getting better. Okay. Yeah. Let's go in the archives. <laughs> All right. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Guys, guys, guys. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Guys, 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 guys. Relax. Relax. Uh, This is Captain Janeway. Ensign, calm down. Uh, What? No, I did just... Sorry, what? Guys, I think I just got assimilated. I I just got assimilated. Well, how are you talking to us right now? Yeah. 
No, it just happened. So it's like it's it's gonna take a little bit of time, but it just fucking happened. How did you get? Oh, how did you get assimilated, Ensign? Yeah. No, you see these two dots in my neck right here. How did? Yes. How did that yeah, happen? Vaguely. All the bo- all the Borg on this cube are deactivated, Ensign. Yeah. Well, no. I was, so I was trying to find the the organic matter thing, and I was walking, I was walking around, and then I like you know I I backed around a corner. And then out of nowhere, I was like, this is it. and then I just kind of ran. Are you, talking about like, the, no! are you talking about the Borg that was just trying to assimilate the wall? Yeah, there's Maybe. a guy that just kept I wasn't paying the wall. attention. So you, I wasn't paying attention. You bumped into the Borg that was assimilating the wall, and you somehow... Yes, Lopec. I bumped it. I accidentally got assimilated. Oh, you, is that what you, you want to hear, You realize that I am Lopec. Wait, sorry, what? Were you trying to be somebody else was my impression not good enough i was doing my janeway impression that whole time the whole time that's that why i said i was captain janeway and then i said ensign was calling him ensign yeah that yeah that did not hold on let's 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 hear this again Say, do no do <coughs> do, do, do the janeway impression, impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is captain janeway replicator coffee hot Lopec, do a Picard impression? Yeah, okay. do one of those. It's a little bit different. Okay. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Computer, Earl Grey, hot. Why do you keep saying that it sounds like you're answering a telephone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my cap- That's my Lieutenant Uhura impression. I'm Lieutenant sorry? Lieutenant Uhura. Sir, we're getting a type beam from another ship. Wait, hold on. Look, so, do you know what an impression is? It is when you are portraying another person. Yeah, but you try. You generally impressions. You try to capture the essence and the sound of a person. Yeah. Right now, all you're doing is just announcing yourself as that person and then talking as Lopec. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know my my reference for impressions is limited to those of the crew. Ensign Hickman, for example, even Captain Janeway Ooh, I, herself does an impression of. Captain Amosov and Captain Picard. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Lopec, give me a Tuvok impression. Well, okay. <clears throat> I am Lieutenant Kuvok. Tu- mm. It's hard to do a Vulcan. There are so many nuances. I am Lieutenant Tuvok. Well, that, that was perfect. That's actually perfect. You did a great job. Lopec, I think from now on you should only ever do Vulcan impressions. Oh, that's okay. what you Way are better. a master Vulcan impressionist. Well, thank how, you. I how did you feel about that, about it? Um, I felt conflicted on internally. There's a lot about Lieutenant Tuvok that I didn't realize was true. But once I started doing my impression of him, it was coming. I started seeing things from his perspective. Hmm. Interesting. What, mm-hmm. Why is your skin so? It, there seems there's some like. Your veins are popping out. Oh, Tom? no! I gotta get. I gotta get back to hey, Voyager, Tom, or else I'm gonna get assimilated. Yeah, quick, quick, quick question: Did that guy that you ran into that you assimilated you? Uh, did he have a T-shirt on? Honestly, I didn't look at the guy that assimilated me. I left as soon as I could because I, I it got assimilated. Although one of the Borgs I did run past on my way here had a T-shirt on okay. that said, "We don't assimilate, we investigate." Great. Uh, if you could. Before you leave, could you go back to the guy that poked you and give him a T-shirt? Because technically, they bought about like 500 of them. Wait, what? did you you brought T-shirts onto this board? We're the second away team here, and you, our hands. We're not we can even only carry to be so here. many things, Pert. 
Right? No, I can carry a lot. You're supposed to have a flashlight on the wrist. We're supposed to have the tricorder in the left hand yeah. and the giant rifle, the rifle in the, the yeah, right hand. Yeah, but you ever seen Chakotay? Chakotay carries all kinds of shit. I, you know, I can Yeah, but Chakotay, like, Chakotay overcarries things, you know? I mean, he still does you it, know when though. You, like, you know when you replicate too many things at the replicator and you're, like, you get a bunch of bags and then you're, like... No, you know what? I don't need bags. And you just kind of like pile everything onto it. And you're like, I can get back to my court. That's what Chakotay does all the time. Yeah, but he's good at it. And I'm pretty I'm pretty good at it also. I mean, you only have like one or two t-shirts left. Have you sold 490 plus t-shirts? To, what do the board, how do they even have money? Well, how do they buy it? I'm not going to, they didn't like give explicit consent to purchasing these things. If I'm being 100 percent honest, but what I did find out is every Borg cube has a huge vault, a vault in it, uh, with just like all kinds of money. Like, do you, do you guys ever watch that uh, that obscure film from like the early 21st century? I think it's called Jumper. Have you guys ever seen that movie? There's a uh, anyway. There's a point. I've read in the synopsis for Vulcan literature class. In the uh, in my early grade school years, yes, it's you know, a, Jumper's the one Hayden Christensen movie I haven't seen. You haven't seen, but that like, one? I'm a huge classic Hayden Christensen actor fan. Like, he's a classic actor. Yeah, I think he did an amazing job with most of his. I'm sorry, continue. Very classic actor, but anyway, there's a point in that where, you know, the premise is he can jump anywhere he wants. This is way before any of that technology that we that was made to transport places. Transported. Uh, yeah. So he goes all around the world and he opens this drawer and it's got all the money, all the currencies at, in the world of that time in 2007 uh-huh. is when it happened. Uh, so like yeah. board cubes all have like a jumper closet with all the money of all the known universe of the people that they've uh, assimilated. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically like it's just stolen. Take like a off. go back. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's stolen. So uh, I felt bad about taking it. So I thought I'd just give them the shirts, shirts. and then take the money as right. a, a purchase. Well, in a way, you are investigating the cube. So it, it, it exactly. thematically it works with the shirt. Yeah. Tom, your 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 skin is so pale. I feel like I'm about to pass out, guys. Have you had water? Maybe he just hasn't had any water today. Yeah, That's probably some, what it's doing. Have it some water. I got assimilated. I got assimilated. You got to give him back to the doctor. Okay, well, I'm going to call Balana. <clears throat> you all right? Uh, you get This is Lopec to Balana. Uh, lock on to our bodies and beam us out. Oh, hey, uh, Tufrock. Oh, Do- man. Uh, I'm not doing my well, Tufrock impression. Oh shit! Sorry, you, you sound so much like. Tupac. It's so hard for me to dip in and out of it. I'm guys. I, it's clear. Guys, are your bones starting to feel weird? <laughs> yes. My, oh, my I bones. I couldn't tell if it was the nanobots or the bones. My bones feel like they're starting yeah. to jump out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, guys, I'm Hollow really excited because this is the 69th episode we're gonna rate officially. What? <laughs> How did, we did so many horny episodes leading up to 69. How could we? I think it's appropriate that 69 had no horniness in it. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, first thing I want to talk about in the holodeck, and it's 
it, it, we're gonna have to go in reverse chronological order because this is like the last thing that's brought up. Janeway just straight up uses her knowledge of the future to just get on Da Vinci's good side. I get that it's a holodeck yeah. program, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Come on. Like, you know that his flying machine's not gonna work and you're in a flying machine yourself. You know how it's actually yeah. gonna work. She's just like <laughs> role playing, hanging out with Da Vinci, but also like as his star pupil. <laughs> It feels right. very much like, you know, what an eight-year-old, you know, eight-year-old Catherine Janeway was like, and I w- would have hung out with Best Leonardo friends. da Vinci and we would have made flying things. <laughs> I think it's really cute in that way. <laughs> yeah. But also, yes, she's absolutely cheating. Do you think anyone uses this da Vinci thing just to be an asshole to him? Just to like get out their like their weird asshole urges that they walk in and they're like, Hey, your flying machine doesn't fucking work, you dumbass. <laughs> Good idea. Really poor execution. <laughs> Looks like a six-year-old made that. Are you thinking like a sparrow? Idiot. Idiot. Or like a hawk. <laughs> Dummy. Or or somebody comes in with one built, a wood one built. Looks They look like a dumbass, but they've got the, the hawk wings, and yeah. they s- kind of side in because you couldn't fit them through the door. He's like, hey, check this out. <laughs> I just built this. It'll fly better it than flies. yours. Bet you 10 bucks or whatever money you use. Bet 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. it flies. Bet 10 bucks. <laughs> Bet you 10 lira. Is that what they, lira? I think it's Is that lira. the money back in the day? Play a lot of Assassin's Creed, so. the, the Italian ones. Yeah, no, it's lira. I'm pretty sure lira. it's lira. What do they, yeah. do they use the euro now? They use the euro. I do like to imagine the doctor does use the da vinci program and he absolutely thinks he's smarter than da vinci yeah and like has <laughs> da vinci offs with da vinci basically it's why like, he eventually he was like okay if i win this i delete your program and i'm da vinci that's why he's da vinci that in that other episode <laughs> and he cheats he totally <laughs> cheats he's yeah. deleted like, da vinci they have an anatomy like off right because like da vinci was no, he's like, you know what? Right. I'm really into anatomy and bodies and stuff. I'm going to study that again. It's like, oh, yeah, you think you know about anatomy? You know about anatomy? I have all of Starfleet's history of anatomy downloaded in my brain. My da Vinci. To my brain, it's Da Vinci. Da Vinci so, is pretty cool, though. Apparently, this was Kate Mulgrew's kind of pet project that she was pitching. She was like, wouldn't it be cool if Janeway was best buds with Leonardo da Vinci on the holodeck. Oh, yes. It, it is. It's great. And they should have done it way more. Yeah. It feels like, it's the thing is like, it feels like a hat on a hat in this episode because like the scenes she has with Chakotay, I feel should maybe be with da Vinci or vice versa. You know, like. Yeah. This because, could have been a real holodeck heavy one. Yeah. Like it, it should have been, I don't know. Because like, I feel like the idea is he's her pal. And he helps her solve problems through the lens of Leonardo da Vinci, mm-hmm. um, and it all this almost does that. Um, but I, again, it just feels like there are too many scenes like this in the in this episode. Yeah, they could have had her going to him a lot more for advice on how to fix stuff. It's cast so well. He's John great. Nice yeah. He's so fucking good. Ugh. And that whole speech that he has just right at the beginning, you're like. Ooh, this is like Shakespeare, but not Shakespeare. This is great. <laughs> just, Does Shakespeare ever show up in the holodeck? Like Shakespeare himself? I don't think uh, so. I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Interesting. Let's see. That's interesting. There's a play called Hamlet on the Holodeck. 
Oof. That's, not what, that's not what we want. Okay. Oh, never mind. It's a book. Doesn't matter. Okay. I know he does not show up. Shall we raid it? Yeah, let's raid it. <laughs> this is tough because I think it should get more points than I think the Drask system can give it. Yeah. It's where the extra six might come into handy here. Because I think it should just get points for how good the set design, the lighting, and the acting is. But I don't know where that's going to go. We'll see. Dialogue. We'll see. (laughs) Is the first category. That speech, the beginning, is like... "Mm, It's the best part. I loved it so much. I had to go back and rewatch it, and I still don't remember what he says. But I just remember being like, oh my god, I'm... I love it. Just speak more. You're just vibing with Leo. Yeah. 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 I do like that he cu- he swears in Italian when when his little arm thing breaks. Uh, <laughs> and apparently it literally translates to what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he said what the fuck in he Italian? Drops, yeah, he drops the F-bomb on <gasps> you know, UPN in 1997. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> so Cazzo. this is, is this the first big swear word in Star Trek before before Discovery. Yeah, before Everybody's complaining. Hey, you know there was swearing on Voyager. Leonardo da Vinci said, what the fuck? (laughs) He said, Picazzo. Picazzo. That's not my track. That's not my track. track. Motherfucker said, Picazzo. It's not my my track. track. He said, Picazzo. It's not my track. It's not my track. He said, fucking Picazzo. I remember when I I was growing up watching original Star Trek, there wasn't swearing on it. It was a family show. But now there's all these Italian guys. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this Italian uh, Picard, swearing. Picard, Picard and 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 uh and Shatner, they never fucking sweared. They never fucking sweared. This is not my fucking Star Trek. Dude, calm just the relax, you, pal. you just swore like ten times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because of the show, it's poisoned my mind. <laughs> it's poisoned my mind. This new bullshit's <laughs> fucked with my mind. So you know the scene where why did you just down ten beers? <laughs> The the second scene where Janeway is vibing with Leonardo da Vinci and it's darker, it's like nighttime, and he's like, "What if we pray about it?" And she's like, "Shut the fuck not up. for me." Uh, <laughs> and then she like looks at the wall that he was like projecting his images onto, and she's like, "But what if I went to the devil?" It's just it felt very much like the writer was either joey or bb was really stretching like okay Mm -hmm. so she's he says something about god and she's like but what's the opposite of god the devil the borg the borg i know what to do (laughs) yeah it's a bit of a stretch there's that one really cool shot though where the there's the shadow of the cross in the background yeah and she's in the foreground it's very cool it's above her head yeah there's a sacrifice thing that never comes into play really yeah. See, here's the thing. I'm thinking like Leonardo da Vinci, he is a contemporary of Machiavelli. And Ma- I feel like her plan is much more aligned with Machiavelli than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's, I think that's just a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what? Um, cool vibes in there. I'm getting vibes. It, it's cool vibes. Three. I'm getting a f- for dialogue. Yeah, me. Give me a three. Five. I from, Five from Dar. I was going to give it a three also. Three from Dill. See, this is why it's not going to get a high score. Oh, were you accusing us of something? I am. I don't think you have any room to talk about tanking episodes, Darius. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tanked an episode. I'm not tanking. I can't remember. Okay, I also like... Never tanked. I like some of the stuff about uh, someone once said all invention is but an extension of the body of man. 
That's a that's like obviously about the Borg. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a three point five. Just as I just don't want to mm. see Darius being sad. Romance though. I'm not sad. I think there's a little <laughs> bit of buzz. There's a little buzz there. There's a buzz? You think there's buzz? She she definitely has a crush on on Leo. Come on. Right? No? Who doesn't have As we a all crush know, Leo John does Reese like Davies. to date younger women. <laughs> all Leos. Like all Leos. <laughs> all Leos. <laughs> DiCaprio's, Da Vinci's. Da Vinci's. Astrologically. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a point five just for uh I'm just I'm I'm projecting on sure. two. Yeah. Uh, Jane. Yeah. What about you, Darius? Uh, I mean, uh, zero. Yeah. There really isn't anything <laughs> going on there for me. Action. That little arm thing going up and down. <laughs> the arm so, thing's got some action. Curry had to make that thing. It's, that's more camp to me because he's like, blacksmiths are going to love me for this. <laughs> and it's like, that thing can't swing a fucking blacksmith hammer, dude. It Come can't on. Do shit. <laughs> that <laughs> thing is like, yeah. I will give action for some of the camera movements I thought were like interesting. Like while he's doing his speech, it like pans across stuff very slowly. The set is great. Nothing in here really accounts for sets except for maybe camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. giving it a zero. Same. You know, we need a. I was going to give it a point five for the camera movements, but that's it. We need a mise en scene. We do need a mise en scene. Then we could just, this can be the one time we can be like, mise en scene? Five. Really Big great. Five. Yeah. Voyager holodeck set I design's just, always been strong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Suspense? There's a little bit of like, is Jane, like, is Janeway going to get an idea from hanging out with the greatest inventor of all time? Yeah, that's true. Not a ton, though. It's not I, because of what's it's happening. It's so there. suspenseful, right? Like, it was a zero for me. I didn't get any suspense. Yeah, probably the vibe yeah, of suspense. Zero. Yeah. Kiri really adjusted my thinking towards these categories of like, do you feel suspense? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Do you feel it? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Camp. I mean, got to be a big old five, right? You put John Rice Davies in something. Is it Rice or Reese? Reese? I don't know. I would say Reese. But that's just me. I guess that's the name. That's how you pronounce it on Discovery. You could kind of mumble it, you know. I've seen, I've seen Reese spelled that way and pronounced Reese. So that's probably why I Reese. Say Reese. Just Reese mumble Davies. it. Just John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies. It's like how you do it with Ray. It's Reese. Ray, it's Ray it's Ray Rice. Fines. I said that. I said that. Ray Fines. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, you gave a five. Five. Big old five for me. <laughs> It's a five for me, and uh, it's going to be a five for his delivery and for the set. Yeah, because it's pretty. And sweet. he's wearing makeup and stuff to make him look like Da Vinci. Yeah, and also yeah. the set's really campy in the sense of like everything that we recognize as Da Vinci is just lying around. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, here's a sketch of the Mona Lisa. Uh, <laughs> here's the bo- the Vitruvian man. There's like the flying thing on the wall. There's the flying machine. <laughs> there's, there's his arm of Hephaestus. It's just like all the stuff that they, yeah. I love that. I love that idea of like, Da Vinci is so fucking old, especially in this future <laughs> that like, they were like, oh, these are all, this is the stuff that he did. Let's put it all in the same room. I love to think about people now that they would remember that they'd be like, 
oh, yeah, let's just put all the same stuff. Obama, let's just put all of... What's Obama's stuff? What, what would you put in Obama's room? I mean, it would be like Martin Scorsese's like yeah. living room. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's just like there's a script of Goodfellas there. Everywhere. You know, like, <laughs> Posters of all of his movies. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, oh, yeah, that was 30 years ago. And it would be like if there's just film from... Um, from uh, you know, silence or whatever. It's like, oh, I did that a couple of years ago. We don't, we don't very, we we don't have very many of those people anymore because you know, you have to eat, and if you don't work a job, you can't eat, and so now it's all these fucking billionaires who try to play themselves off as these like Da Vinci's, yeah. right? But they're not. Do we have a Da Vinci? Well, we back in, Vinci. those guys, though, all those Italian Renaissance dudes, they were all like basically contracted to a family who gave yeah. them like, hey, here's yeah. your stipend. Yeah. Just make cool shit. We just want Whoa. cool shit. Every once in a while, we want yeah. you to paint our face. And, I want uh, that. Come up with some weapons for us. That'd be cool. I'm going to yeah. try to find a yeah. rich family and go to them and say, hey, do you want some cool stories written about you maybe once a year? I could write some patrons. really dope ass yeah, stories about you specifically. <laughs> Do you guys ever play Civilization? Shakespeare wrote no. plays okay. for his patrons a lot of the time. So really? some of his plays are about... Rich people? Not so, yeah, about <gasps> other people because oh, those are his patrons. I think yeah. I'll just like try to commercialize it more like, do you want to be Rambo? Do you want to be Steve Jobs? And I'll just insert them into uh, those scripts. <laughs> and it's like a new... Movie comes out and it's called like the McCulloughs and it's about a suburban family of upper middle class people, white people, and the dad's like fucking cool as shit in like in like Ohio. Yeah, like they got like they're in the movie theater watching like a trailer for like Spider Man or something. Yeah. Like Spider Man's the movie and this trailer comes on. The guy's like, "Hey, Gabe, is that based on you?" Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the guy I have living in my garage? Yeah. He wrote it for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The you guy you, you feed and he just like, yeah, he writes scripts about us. Mostly he, he invents bullshit stuff that gets sold on the shopping channel. <laughs> I, Are you a blacksmith? You're going to love this. <laughs> it would be so fucking funny if every rich person had a person that lived in their guest house that wrote stories about them. That would be so fucking funny. You know, if I ever become a billionaire, I'll hire a bunch of people to write stories, to write stories about, about me. me. What do you do? Oh, I live in Elon Musk's guest house. I write stories about him. <laughs> Who reads them? He wants. Oh, he, he does. wants one once a year. <laughs> he reads them. <laughs> Are they published? Well, yeah, but they're they're not sold anywhere. They're just, they're just published him. by him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he puts them in gift bags at his New Year's Eve party. But <laughs> ever I'm his ghost I walked in. I walked in on him jerking off to one of the stories. That was the weirdest that thing that weird. happened to me. I, I had felt to pretend awesome, I didn't but see also it. weird. It was like a cool. I'm glad you like this. <laughs> now I can't get out of my head every time I start writing stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, I'm giving stakes a zero just to get that out of the way. <laughs> Big well, old zero. I guess she has to me. figure just shit out with Da Vinci, or else they're screwed and they're not gonna get through Borg space. But yeah, yeah. the stakes aren't happening in there. They're not. She's not very specific. 
You find out she's an atheist. Whoa. Shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. Are there any religious people in Star Trek? Are there any Catholics? Um, I think there are religious people. I mean, yeah. Well, I think the closest we have that I know of is like Chakotay with his uh, Native American like spirituality. Spiritual. Other than that. Yeah, I mean, but Vulcan is like really like Vulcans are religious, but it's more like philosophically religious. Yeah. And Chakotay yeah. has like a peyote gun. So like right. I, that's like real. That's like a real <laughs> brain trip. It's not like not real. Uh Neelix was religious until he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think any humans are very religious though. No. I think that no. that the whole Bajorans idea of religion are. is kind of yeah. gone by the wayside on earth. So Cisco becomes religious because it turns out he's a prophet. Like he's yeah, a really for a diff stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I guess, I guess I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, dude. Uh, it's a beautiful yeah. day in my ride. My ride. That's, I'm a beautiful day in my ride. <laughs> That's like, welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> 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 that's like he is this Jesus figure, and that's what people say at his temple instead of like, imagine, hey, man, it's, it's a beautiful day on my imagine, ride. I imagine uh, his TED talk, it's like blank stage, and then like spotlights come on, and they just start ballyhooing everywhere. And everyone's like, what's going on? What? What? And then, like, out of nowhere at the back of the house, spotlight on. On Cisco, and he comes running down the aisle, and he's like, "It's a beautiful day, my ride." <laughs> and everybody, start, everybody starts standing up, and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "And he's like, it's a beautiful day, my ride." And everybody starts yelling, "It's a beautiful day, my ride." <laughs> and then, like ten minutes later, after everyone's yelled at each other, he's like, "Thank you for coming to my TED talk," and he like awkwardly walks out. <laughs> Do you, you see Cisco? Oh, it's incredible. It's 12 it's minutes, incredible. but I it just the flew best, by. Best TED Talk. I just bought his I feel DVD. so energized. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so energized. It's a beautiful day in my rock. Guys, what, is, <laughs> what are your stake scores? We got to get out of here. Zero. I said zero. Zero. Okay. Zero. zero, zero, zero. Okay. I said zero, too. Okay. <laughs> and now I just want to have an animated Star Trek show that's free reign. It has no story or anything. It's just uh, animated sketches. <laughs> it's like the robot chicken of, yeah. of uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Give it a couple more years and Paramount Plus will have that going. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, a computer, what's the score? Calculating. 1.53. Nice. Okay. It's pretty good, actually. It's between The Abandoned, which is the one where Odo teaches the Gem Hadar how to get his anger out of his system. Oh, by murdering people in the holodeck. <laughs> and the devils do, which, hold on, was that Shakespeare? Yes, there's Shakespeare. It's uh, Data is on the holodeck being Scrooge, I believe. See? So, Drask does it again. System works. The system works you can't tell work. me drasks doesn't work can't. don't look at a few of our episodes <laughs> but you can't tell me drasks doesn't work <laughs> you can try works. to tell me i'll ignore it uh, i'll ignore the shit out of it <laughs> okay <laughs> voyager month continues uh Woo. so what are we doing next oh, week god next week we are doing voyager macrocosm season three episode 12 Whoa. macro 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 macrocosm this one is famous for some more excellent CGI where Janeway mm. fights the big virus. <laughs> the big 
virus. Wait, does it look like a big virus? Like a big COVID? Does it's it look like, like a, big a ball? COVID? It's not like oh, a coronavirus. Okay. I think it's okay. more your traditional rhinovirus. Mm, but yes, it I is see. a big virus that's floating around the fighting things. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible stuff. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Make sure to uh, subscribe yeah. on our Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, if you liked what you heard, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are. Or give us a little star rating. It helps us out quite a bit. Don't forget to tell us what time zone you're in. Yes, actually. Right, we need to know exactly what time zone you're in. And this may sound like a bit, but like it's not. We actually no, need, we want to know. So comment on the Apple podcast thing. Leave a review and tell us what time zone you're in so that we can get a good track of where, you don't, where you we You don't even are. have to leave like a, a review. Like you don't even have to say anything other than like five stars or four, whatever. CST. Two if you don't like it. One if you think it's terrible. Uh, and then just below it, just write your time zone. Yeah, that's it. That's all we need. That would help us immensely. Uh, we're on Instagram at Trek to the Holodeck. We're on Twitter at Trek to the Deck. Uh, we have a Discord. Um, it's our Trek to the Holodeck Discord. We talk about Trek there. We do these stupid bits. We post memes. We need 100 new people in there. Once we get 100 new people, uh, we get a surprise. We don't know what that surprise is yet, so help us get that surprise. Yeah, we get a surprise. Uh, we don't even know what it is. Right. We don't even know what it is. Like, we don't know who told us that we get that, but we just need 100 people. We just need 100 so if you more. share it out there, the link is in our uh, Instagram. We have like a link tree style thing, so you can find it there. Yep. The computer voice was provided by Rona Blue. The music was made by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. Yeah. Uh, PP, uh, fuck you. Uh, you fucked over international fans once again. Yeah, uh, you did. Taking it off Netflix. Now they got to wait until you bring your shitty product into other countries. And it is shitty. It's not shitty. It is. Here's a new shitty, shitty thing. I okay. New I, get shitty to, thing. I get to participate. Uh, <laughs> so I've had to switch over my DS9 viewing to Paramount Plus. And they took it off Netflix finally. They, they did for me very early, whatever the cash or whatever got cleared out quickly enough that I, yeah. So, anyways, there, in some episodes, the scan lines from whatever they, same. Um, oh, same thing. Where every they, time in Voyager, every time they cut scan lines. Oh, awful! Every single time. It's just there was like no quality assurance QA for any of yeah. this stuff. So it, there's horrible scan lines and uh, also it's a cash grab, baby. Oh, it's a cash grab. This is a terrible interface. And when you start, okay, for one, here's another thing with the UI. The 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 <laughs> when you start an episode, the yeah. pause button and the skip forward button and the the time bar at the bottom are yeah. there for a long time. Once you start, oh playing. yeah, oh yeah, they just stick around. And then I get nervous. Like, is it is it going to go? Do I have to do I have to do something? Do I? And then I'm, no, I'm like, okay, I'm going to push a button, and then it disappears. But I push it like right at the right time, and then it comes Paramount. back. I'll be like, ah! my biggest Paramount, issue. What we're saying is we love Star Trek. But we hate what you're doing with it. So just fix your technology. Uh, one more gripe. I got one also that I've been running okay. into. All right. Last one. I found that every time I go to watch Star Trek, when I go to the homepage, it says, like, continue watching. But if I click on that, it's just going to take me to that episode that I was watching. <laughs> and yeah. every time I have to go to the search bar and search for Voyager just to get to the page 
where all the episodes are. So there's no fast way to get no. to where all the episodes are. And you can't even hold it. Like some Apple, stuff, you hold it and it'll go Apple to that page. TV, app, Apple TV, uh, they fixed that problem. Uh, very intuitively, if you use Apple products, you hold it down and a little menu pops up that's, and it's like, see more episodes and you click more episodes. That's what I tried so to just do. Just do that. And it didn't do just anything. Just do that. I, I tried to do it today, too. I tried to do it. It didn't work. Anyway, fuck so, off, pee-pee, you dumb assholes. <laughs> but we love Star Trek, and this is not this is a fan podcast. We have no rights or anything to it. So. We have no rights. We have no rights. We have no rights. End program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot it was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.